It is Friday, July 24th, and it is about 175 degrees outside where we live. Literally. And that gets us all set for going to New Orleans. That's right. Tomorrow we hop in the car and we head to Naughty in New Orleans, and we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later. But uh, we actually got packed, and we didn't kill each other. We are not good packers together. Major, major relationship progress. We know, we know. It must be due to having spent a year in the lifestyle that we can, after all these years, we can now get packed and not kill each other. Yeah, you go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what are we going to talk about tonight? We're, We're heading off to Naughty New Orleans. We'll talk a little bit about that. We have been in the lifestyle for, for about a little bit over a year not counting not counting our friends from the previous place we lived the with the girl girl play yeah that was more of a dip our toe in and see what it's like um the water was fine the water was very very nice but we didn't jump in at the time no but about a year ago is when we really jumped in we and we talked about it if you listened to any of our Previous podcasts. Right. Um, The journey. And it's been about a year. So once again, we thought this podcast would be (laughs) about our date with our friends that we keep trying to get together with. And in fact, they offered to uh, get together tonight, but because of our travel tomorrow, we weren't able to do that because having put this off for a long time our intent is to make it a very long night last week i think it was we were all set we were all prepared we were making plans and we got a text from them and from the er from the er and she was in the emergency room she had fallen and couldn't get up (laughs) couldn't get up and didn't have that button thing she only had the button thing. Yeah. No, she had she had done something to her back, and um, so they were not able to play. Right. So we aren't going to talk about that tonight. But really, we promise. We promise. <laughs> we we will get together the, with them when we return from Louisiana, right. and uh, right. The uh, main topic tonight will be we've been doing this for about a year. Uh, it's been a very eventful year in terms of playing in the lifestyle because obviously uh, this is our first year doing that. We've also had a lot of other life stuff happen this year. But before we get into that, we've we've had a couple of... Uh, wait, wait. Wait, wait. We <gasps> forgot to tell them what we're drinking. Oh, and it'll be such a shock. What are we drinking tonight? We're drinking Tito's. Tito's? Tito's. Vodka tonics. Vodka tonics. So not martinis. Not martinis. But it is Tito's. And Um, we've been drinking for just a little bit. Just a little bit. We're starting a little bit earlier than we normally would tonight because we do have to get up in the morning and and get in the road. We're driving instead of flying for a couple of reasons. One is it's... We live about uh, 17 days away from New Orleans. Pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) If we were taking a mule. <laughs> <laughs> we do live um, 
it's a, a couple, considerable yeah. uh, distance away. It, it, it's a good drive. And honestly, in terms of packing and everything, it's just so much easier to pack up our car than it is to try to get everything onto a plane. We'd probably spend more on baggage checking costs than we would the plane ticket. And once again, we will be carrying our, our Sibian with us, and that alone gets funny looks these days when you try to put something in your luggage <clears throat> that's rather large and has uh, wires and controllers coming out of it, and it's just not the kind of thing you probably want to try to get on a plane these days. So we'll be driving, and um, before we get into that we we've had some readers ask us some questions and uh, we love that uh, if you're listening and you want to ask us any questions or make any comments send us email at tango at two or more to tango.com and, and we'll tell you what we what we know or we'll make something up that's right uh, one of the questions we have since we mentioned the Sibian is uh, we had a, a listener that, that called and said they were interested in getting one, but everything that they had read online looked like it was paid testimonials. Everybody raved about how great they are, and they are rather expensive. Um, we won ours, uh, which was a previous story. And so the question that he had for us is, is it really all that? Because you guys have talked about yours. You know, some questions about, you know, have we known any women that didn't like it? I, I guess, first of all, is it all that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've shared ours with how many women? Uh, four, five. Maybe five. Five. And they... I think after having shared it, we... The Sibian makers got a few phone calls to order them. Yeah. But everybody seemed to enjoy it. And uh, the one thing that we, we told the listener is I did talk to somebody who was a representative at, at the company that makes them, Sibian. And they said that uh, if he were to contact uh, her, that they would give him a 45 day trial period. And if for some reason she didn't like it, she could return it. And so they didn't have to worry about spending all that much money and then having one that they didn't care for. If you are interested in buying one, we do not get any kind of sponsorship, et cetera, from Sibian or Tito's for that matter, or anybody really for that matter. But if you are interested in trying a Sibian and you are a little bit worried about spending that much money, send us an email and I will provide you with, with the contact and you can talk to them directly and I'm sure they'll give you the 45 trial period. Or not. I'm pretty sure they will. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for the, for how much they charge, and they're pretty expensive. Um, and me and that person are just like that. Oh, you are? We're just like that. Uh, the other email, we want to thank Elaine and um, who we were talking about going to Naughty in New Orleans and uh, the mistake that we made last time of not hydrating. Yes, I got dehydrated on our first day there, and we lost an evening because I was ill. And uh, Yeah, we were really worried. It's first night of, of Naughty in New Orleans. You got a whole week, and we get back to the room after the 
Tuesday night dinner. Yes. And Mrs. Tango is really sick, and you're sitting there thinking, this is a horrible time to have the flu or something. But fortunately, it appeared it was just dehydration. Um, she sent us a note. She's a Southern girl, and she commented that uh, us Southern girls mix our Tito's with, what, what'd she call it? Like lime water and oh, orange water. what the heck was it? Water. No, authentically orange. No, it was... Genuine orange? It was lime water or something like that. We're going to have to go read that. We're going to have to go... Read that. We're going to have to go reread it. Uh, but thank you, Elaine, and we will reread it, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that when we go down. We'll also carry water bottles. Next thing I guess that uh, we'll talk about real quickly is we are heading down to New Orleans. If you happen to be going to Naughty in New Orleans, we will be part of a podcast group. Bob and Tess have set something up for podcasters that are going down. And there will be a question and answer panel. And there will be quite a few podcasters down there. I think there's probably about uh, 10 couples that will be in there. We will be the the newest ones, so we'll probably be on the on the far end of the table or in the third row or maybe at the kids table, <laughs> you know, when we were growing up, you know, the adults would sit at the big table when we had all the family together and then you had a little kids table. So I probably put us at the kids table, but do look us up. We'll be down there. Uh, one question that we've got is we will have the opportunity while we're there to interview people and we'd be interested in, questions you would like us to ask people there will be at least 750 swinger couples and i think more i they have sold out the entire two towers of the hotel we're going to be in and um have booked overflow overflow into a couple of other hotels and i think they may be to the point where they're saying you're on your own for a hotel. You can still come to Naughty New Orleans, but good luck. Yeah. So we'd be interested since we will have the opportunity to record down there. We're not going down to be podcasters, but we will take our recorder and our mics and we'll have the opportunity. There's a, a table for people to sign up if they want to talk and be interviewed. Email us at tango at two or more to tango.com and Tell us, what would you like us to ask people? You know, it'd be 1,500, 2,000 swinger peoples down there. Peoples? Peoples. So tell us what you'd like us to it's ask. People. It's peoples. We thought about, and this was Mr. Tanko's idea, instead of just interviewing swinger couples, you know, grabbing somebody that's a hotel staff. The bartender was my idea, and I think that he probably has some interesting stories to tell if he's been... Uh, tending bar there for more than a little bit. Yeah, because they tend to have this at that hotel, from what I gather, most of the time. So it would be interesting on what the wait staff has to uh, say, what the hotel staff has to say, and what they've seen. So we'll be hopping in the car. I, differences between a year ago and when we went, and this time, your thoughts? Uh, number one, we are much more relaxed about what we're going to wear. There are several theme nights. What do you mean by more relaxed? Um, we didn't make several trips to the big city to a costume shop. We went to our 
closet and said, oh, this will work for the theme. Uh, we are... Um, what are the themes? Um, we have a theme night the first night, uh, Wednesday, of uh, pajamas. That's and the parade, right? For the parade from the hotel to where are we going? I don't remember. doesn't matter. Um, but it's everywhere from hot, sexy, slutty in the best possible way of the word uh, to... Is there a bad way of the word? <laughs> bunny slippers. And um, so we've we've got a few ideas on, on what we're going to wear there. We've, we've packed accordingly. Um, the second night is... And we may not have the nights right in order. Yeah, but... we, yeah. And then we have, there's a dress-up evening, you know, just uh, best party attire. Club wear, yeah. And uh, then there is a theme night, a party, dress-up, costumey evening that is um, sailors, sirens, and sinners. And um, we opted to go with the pirate theme for the two of us because pirates are just a little naughty. Our Another reason is because we... We already had the costumes. We already had some costume kind of stuff from Fantasy Fest a few years ago, so that made it pretty easy. To... Which references back to my comment, we just searched through the closet. Yeah, we're just not really getting hung up on. And then Saturday evening um, will be a Mardi Gras ball, and that is just a little bit of everything um, from you know people just dressing in uh, club wear, party party clothing. Um, to lingerie, to uh, just a little bit of everything. Yep, and uh, we'll have our our Mardi Gras mask. Yes, and uh, probably some beads because that goes. Did we pack beads? We don't, but we have them. We have them, and uh, I so, don't think we need them. You know what? They throw them that night too. True that. If they do it last the way they did last time. Compared to last time, we're not we're not all stressed out about making sure we have the perfect costumes. We're not out to win any costume contest. Um, we don't have red dresses to buy like we did last time for the guys. But in general, in terms of attitude and anxiety and et cetera going down. I think that, I, well, I know for me, um, I've been there, done that. And it's it's a fun time, and we hope to meet some really fun people and have a good time with them. But if we don't and we just have fun with each other, uh, it will be a successful trip. The uh, I think last time, we and we talked in our last podcast, which was about not in New Orleans a, a year ago, and we talked about how that first night, we were in a large group of people and really felt disconnected. And I, we were kind of overwhelmed that first night. I, I don't think we're going to have that problem this time. Um, it, like we said last time, it took us probably two or three days to, to realize, you know what, if you see a couple that's interesting, just go up and talk to them and just, you know, it, just don't be worried about it. In fact, we're so not worried about rejection this time. But I think we've talked about if we don't approach a number of couples and get turned down more than once, 
<laughs> we probably have been too shy. Uh, We've never been accused of being shy, though, so I think we'll be okay. Well, we were that first night. I, we're looking forward to it. I, th- I think it'll be fun knowing this time what to expect. Last time we had no idea what to expect. We didn't really understand, you know, that on Wednesday during the day it was more laid back. Oh, there's a girls on court night or afternoon, too. Oh, yeah. Which I've read about, but I don't know a lot about, which is basically a party just for the ladies. Which oh, gee. Yeah, I know for you. You might have to force me to go. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And uh, we'll have to figure out what I'm going to do during that time period. The other thing that is going to be a first for us. Yeah, you've got that look on your face like... What's a first? What what are we going to do that we've never done before? Well, there's a few things that could be. (laughs) I know, but is I'm going to eat a raw oyster. And no... For you listening, that is not swinger code word for some different kind of sex act. <laughs> He's going to eat the raw oyster. No, that's that's not a code word for some. It may be, but <laughs> but we don't know if it is. But uh, I've never. I, I used to go to Asia a lot, and I ate some weird things. But I've never been able, well, I've never tried to eat a raw oyster. And every time we go in a place where they've got really good, and we have friends that eat them and they love them. But the thought of taking a raw oyster and putting it in my mouth and biting it a couple of times, I like the idea of the Worcestershire sauce and the cracker and whatever you put on it. And I see people loving them. And last year, where were we? That Acme Oyster Bar. Yeah, there, there's a place you stood in line for that looked like kind of a hole in the wall. Amazing and, food. And we ate gumbo and, you know, your stand, etouffee. etouffee and crawfish, and which we all love. But we watched these people nonstop the whole time we were eating and drinking there. We, we, we actually sat at the bar. Um, shucking oysters. Shucking oysters. And, and that's not a euphemism. And that's not a euphemism <laughs> either. Yeah, yeah. Over in the corner, they were shucking the oyster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they, they really and truly were, you know, opening the oysters with the knives and breaking them open, and and their hands were all calloused from doing that. And we would see them put them on the plate, and I mean they're absolutely fresh. And we'd see them put them putting them out on the plate. And see the people eating them. And I said, okay, this year I'm going to try. So we're going to go to Acme and I'm oh, going to eat yes. a raw oyster. Mr. Tango is so brave. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see if I can get it down. <laughs> um, I, I guess another thing, just while we're on this topic, you know, we talk about if we go down and we just play with each other, it'll be great. And one of the things when you read and listen to podcasts about getting into the lifestyle is they tell you, don't go to a club, don't go to an event having expectations because then you just set yourself up to be let down. But really, who does that? Yeah, you know, if we only play with each other. What swinging is involved there? I mean, there'll be an exhibitionist thing. There'll be, we'll be, it'll be fun because we'll be around a lot of really fun people. 
the playrooms are very hot and sexy. But there's no doubt, if you go to a event with 750, who knows how many other uh, swinger couples, let's not pretend that our hope, how do you say that? I was going to use a double negative. Yeah, we would like to hook up with some couples and play. And if we don't, we'll probably be a little disappointed. We'll still have a great time, but we'll probably be a little disappointed. So we can be all, yeah, we don't have any expectations, et cetera. And we will. But have, we're lying. We're lying. We really do have expectations, you know. This is the time that, you know, we had a sixsome last time. We're going to have a twelvesome. <laughs> <laughs> did you choke on your Tito's there? I, I, did. I guess we haven't talked about that. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, not not really, but but yeah, we we would like to to hook up and and you know it's a challenging thing because the couples have to connect and everything has to be right. And when we talk about misconceptions about swingers and the lifestyle, um, couples do feel the need to connect before they go play. It's not just you just grab people at random most of the time, so. Yeah, we do have some expectations. Not expectations, I guess is the wrong word. We have some hope that we'll find some people we'll connect and play. That's a good word. But no matter what, great music, great city, great food, we'll have great sex no matter what. And we'll have a good time. We will. What else do we have on the agenda before we get into our main topic? I don't think you know. Uh, we would tell you to go vote for us in the annual lifestyle awards, but the that's vote, over. The voting is closed, and, and if, I didn't vote. Yeah, and, you know. So we're looking at it the other night, and she went to vote, and she, Mrs. Tango could not figure out how to vote for two or more to tango, and in the podcast category. So I assume we'll have one vote, <laughs> and I did. So we'll probably have one vote. And if none of you out there voted for us. That's we're, okay. We're That's gonna, okay. No, it's not. We're going to know. All, we'll be crushed and devastated. We'll be crushed. We'll be devastated if we only got one freaking vote. Now, when I look in that, that category, you've got all the top names. You've got Swinger Cast. You've got the Swap Foos. You've got some of our favorites like the Hidden Swing and Average Swingers. Um, not to mention. Not to mention. We got a thing. We got a thing. Yeah, it's one of our absolute favorites. We got a thing. And I could remember their real names, but not their but podcast remember their, names. their podcast names. don't want to use their real names. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, if I was voting for who I thought was the best podcast, I would not have voted for us. But I felt like we had to have one vote. Or, <laughs> You know, particularly if they read the results off. I really hope they don't read the results. <coughs> I hope they don't read the results and say, you know, number one this year, Swinger Cast with, with you know, 540,000 votes. Number two, right behind them, Swap Foo with 539,000 votes. We got a thing with 25,850 votes and two or more to tango with one, one vote, and they get disqualified because it clearly came from the IP of the people that have the podcast. 
But I can't believe you didn't I vote. vote. You didn't vote for us. You know what? I think she's lying. I think she's afraid they're going to show us the totals, and she voted for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to to see the awards. But yeah, no need to to try to get you guys to go uh, vote for us there. And uh, in our podcast, obviously, we'll we'll talk about uh, who did win. Wow, I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. So good. So good. I got a year. So our main topic that we want to talk about tonight is not, we're going to break out of the pattern of what we've done before. Hopefully it's not too boring because we're not going to talk about a, a playtime that we just had. We'll have hopefully a lot of those to talk about next podcast after we get back from New Orleans. But again, we've been doing this for about a year and we just want to talk about what are some of the preconceptions we had about the swinging lifestyle, what were some of the thoughts we had going in, what were some of the worries and some of the things we've learned. Yeah, and some of the fears that we had because again you, and had dispelled. And dispelled. I know, I just You're keep like coming up with Samantha. these words. <laughs> You twitch your nose? And no, no. What? That's not what this spell means. It isn't? No, it's not. It's not when you like cast. No, okay. <laughs> I can't go any further with that. But anyway, uh, we, we just want to talk about, we got into this and we just really didn't know what to expect. And we didn't know if we were going to be in way over our head we didn't know if we would get into this and leave skid marks getting out of it because we would hate it so much we certainly probably had the worries of we've got a great sex life and a great relationship we really don't want to do anything to screw that up so we've we've taken it fairly slow and if you've never done this before um i Certainly recommend that you do that. We, we've had a couple of, of listeners that have asked the question about getting into the lifestyle that have listened to us and they haven't gotten into the lifestyle. And I think the reason that they were listening was our whole thing is, you know, we're new. We've gotten into this. This is our journey as we've gone from complete newbies to where we are now, which is only a year in. Still complete newbies. Well, not, no. I mean, we've, we've played enough. And done enough. You can't really call us newbies anymore. Okay. Um, when you had a six them, I think you, <laughs> you kind of absolutely that breaks the we're not newbies anymore. And we're and we're very comfortable, you know, making dates with with you know the couple that we're trying to get a hold of. We're very relaxed about going to New Orleans and playing. I don't think there's any discomfort anymore of going like to a club. But we've we've had a we've had some couples that have asked about getting into it. And I am very hesitant to give advice to somebody else. I am, I don't know those people. While and, it, while what works for us is great, it might not work for you. The key being. You have to talk to each other. You have to, you have to know what your partner's thinking 
You have to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm Fraser Crane, and I'm listening. There you go. You have to talk about what you're afraid of out loud to your partner. Yeah. You have to talk. You have to, you have to communicate. communicate. You have to say, I'd like to try this. I don't think I'd ever like to try this. Yeah, you have, you, you gotta, you have to have the kind of relationship where you're also not afraid to say, I don't really want to do that and not be afraid of that. And I think you have to have enough trust in your partner where if you do say in the middle of something, we have to leave now, you know that they're not going to question you. Right. They're going to put their pants back on <laughs> and get the keys and you're leaving. In a polite way. In a polite way. Right. Yeah. You just have to have a, you have to have a very good relationship to begin with. And if you don't have that very strong relationship to begin with, this is probably going to be very, very problematic. This is not the way to strengthen a weak, strengthen a weak marriage. Right. Or any, relationship. Any more than having a baby is a good way to make your marriage stronger if you've got Oy. a boy. If you've got a, a weak one. So, you know, when people have asked us, when listeners have asked us about this, my suggestion, since I don't know these people, and, and, and heck, we've had couples that we thought we knew that we found out years and years and years later had all kind of issues that we didn't know about. Oh, yeah. So, you know, who do you really know somebody, and certainly like a listener that, that, that we've never met, so our suggestion has always been go really, really slow. There's no rush. You know, just take your time, step at a time, talk with each other. Did you like that? Did you not like that? Be really honest with each other. And don't be worried about, you know, I'm really going to tick off the other person if I don't want to do this. That's because if that's your fear, you shouldn't be doing it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you, you 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 can't be worried about I'm, the only reason I'm doing this is because I don't want to disappoint my my husband or my wife. So, and I bring all that up just to say, for us getting into it, we really didn't have any idea of what we we're getting into. You can listen to podcasts, you can read the websites, etc., but you just don't know till you've done it. So what we wanted to do on kind of our one-year anniversary is talk about, you know, what were some of our fears, our misconceptions, and what were our surprises. And I'm happy to say that I think almost all of them have been good. Positives. Yeah. The first one is, if you've never been in the lifestyle, what do you think a swinger is? If you just if you just go go out to a bar, and talk to people that have no connection to the lifestyle, and and have never been involved in it in any way, and you say, you know these that couple over there is the swingers. You know what what's the thought? Well, first of all, everybody has in well not everybody, most people have in their minds uh, a negative 
thought when they hear the word swingers. They are the people that uh, the men are wearing silky shirts unbuttoned to the navel with chest hair and gold chains hanging down. There's Um, something wrong with that. (laughs) I have to change my uh, wardrobe for Naughty New Orleans all of a sudden. I'll be right back. Repack, huh? Yeah, repack. Yeah, it's it's the it's it's what you it's what you've seen in movies. It's what you've seen in TV shows. There was a TV show, and I, it didn't last very long, but it was about uh, couples who were swingers. Do you remember what that TV show was? On network TV. Yeah, on network TV, and it didn't last very long. But I remember the very first show was a key party everybody went in and they dropped their keys in a bowl and you pulled other keys out now for us we lose our keys enough we'd be sitting there going there's nobody wanting to play with us because we can't find our keys but everybody dropped their keys in the bowl and the guys were the ones you know the the women were just kind of sitting there going along and the the you know some guy would pick a key out and He'd look around, and the woman would look, and it'd be like, ah, ha, 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 I got you. And the woman would just go with the guy. That's just creepy. It, it is, but that was how it was portrayed. And I think that's what a lot of people have in their mind is the stereotype of swingers. And that in itself has a lot of the misconceptions. You know, one is, and I think one of the most important, important ones one of the ones that is most happily surprising in that one i think one of the main characters she sat there and she looks at this guy that's pulled the key out and he's got her and she didn't have any say in it at all and she wasn't she was very nervous about going with this guy but it was like well you know we decided to come and do this so i kind of have to go along that's not how it works how does it work how does it work? How does it work? I'm glad you Mr. Tango. I'm glad you asked. And I'm probably going to throw it over to you because the women are in charge. You you really don't very often you very rarely see where the woman is there just to do what the guy has told him. Well, well first of all, everything we have seen is it's not that indiscriminate. Even in a in a club where, you know, we went to our first uh, swingers club, but it wasn't like people just went up, tapped each other on the shoulder, and went off and had sex. There had to be a connection between four people. Imagine uh, when you first started dating your significant other, and you had to get to a, do I like this person? Do they like me? Well, now throw in two other people into the mix that have to get along with everybody. Right. Um, What if the other woman doesn't like uh, facial hair? What if... Whoa. (laughs) This woman likes facial hair. That's very good. Good thing. You had it. You have... In fact, and none of our listeners are going to care about this, but you're the one that encouraged me to grow the beard. Probably did. No, it was years ago and it would be a very long boring story but when we get off the air i'll remind you how i ended up with this beard i remember okay so anyway back to our our really exciting stuff (laughs) um 
but yeah, the, the, in a club, if you're meeting on a website, uh, even at something like not in New Orleans, there has to be a connection. I mean, typically the couples talk with each other and, you know, there's all kind of discussion of, you know, secret signals, you know, to where you kind of let your, your spouse know when you're talking with somebody, you know, you squeeze their fingers twice if that means no, and you kind of rub the side of your nose if it means maybe and whatever. But typically the couples get to know each other. And I'm not saying that, you know, like it, it, not in New Orleans or in a club like that first night that we played, but we sat and chatted and had a connection and all four of us knew, yeah, we, we, we like these people. Enough we to knew that both them. of them were, were fun yeah. and they apparently thought we were fun. And, and so it is not, but it certainly is not the women are subservient and just go along. Our experience has been that the women have most of the time taken the lead. Yes, I I think I have orchestrated everything. Uh, orchestrated? <laughs> orchestrated. I didn't know we were. Would you quit it? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, uh, talking with the... Actually, in every case that we've had, that we've played... You kind of started it talking with the other woman. Yes, we talked about we would talk about play styles and rules and and our rules and their rules and what their style was and our style was. Now, and part of that might be because you're very bi, and for us, the bi part is is a fun piece of our play. Yes, it would be it would be lacking right. without that. But there's no way that we would ever play with another couple where we would go up to them and then I would just make the unilateral decision. Yeah, we're going to play with them and then just tell you. There's certainly no way that we would be in a situation where... Um, and I wouldn't do the, do do it either. Right. And and But like on this TV show and in a lot of portrayals of swinging, the women are, they just go along. And the men take the lead. And it, it really isn't that way. Uh, the women are in charge, and the woman has the right to say no. And um, so that piece was a very pleasant surprise. The other piece kind of going along with that, we were talking about what's, what's your expectation of what a swinger couple is like. Think about your neighbors. Think about people you know at the grocery store. Think about friends you went to high school with think about just about anybody and that's what swingers are like in terms of age in terms of size and shape in terms of looks in terms of political leanings oh political leanings is a good one you might think well if you're in the swinging lifestyle then by nature you're going to be very very liberal you know, all swingers live in San Francisco or something like that. You will find people that are very conservative. You'll find people like us that our conservative friends all think we're really liberal. Our liberal friends all think we're pretty conservative, although I think we're tilting one way. Um, <laughs> and 
it's just you, you can't really pigeonhole people that way. We we were at uh, where were we sitting last year when the argument broke out in the hotel bar. And describe that. Well, we um, we were we were just sitting there with a group of people and uh, gentlemen. This is at not in New Orleans last. Oh year. yes, not in New Orleans last year. Uh, we were sitting with a group of people that we that we had connected with. And another gentleman came and sat, uh, introduced himself to uh, to us, and said, "Hey, I'm so and so, and he was from Texas, and he was a club owner, and he also swinging club, swinging club owner, and he also happened to be a gun shop owner." Well, one of the people that we had connected with is an Eastern European woman, and she. Uh, very liberal and very anti-gun very anti-gun and she was very confrontational with this good old boy from texas uh he they they had a lively discussion that went on for uh, quite some time and i think i might have heard talk that it, it continued again later uh, but but a good example of you know the the breadth of the political uh, breadth of this. The point being, you go. We went into this, I think, with, like a lot of people wondering. Okay, if you're in the swinging lifestyle, then you, you got to have a certain personality or style or or whatever. And we really haven't seen any way to pigeonhole people and just say, okay, this is your typical swinger couple. We have seen couples that honestly came across as fairly shy uh, in swinger clubs and not in New Orleans. Now that's, you know, probably makes it hard because you got to connect with other people. We've seen people that are incredibly outgoing, size, shape, personality, uh, political leaning, it is just a very, very wide cross-section. So, one, women are in charge. They can see you can ticking not, them off on they, your fingers? Can they not see, see me sticking my finger up in the air? And it's, <laughs> no, it's not that finger. Um, one, you know, political leaning, size, shape, age. Uh, we mentioned this before. We were race. Race. Um, the whole gamut. You just cannot say this is what swinger people are like. There probably is something, though, that is common. Because one of the things that we have found is it's very, very easy to make friends in the lifestyle. You know, we, 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 one of the things we thought was you, you play with a couple, you don't really know them that well. And let's face it, you're, you're, you're having sex with this couple. I mean, come on, you know, you're having sex with a couple. That's just... You know, that's not something you just do every day. And you might think when you get done, it could be really awkward. Our experience is just the opposite. Um, each time we have played with another couple or several couples, uh, we have sat with them and chatted about just about everything afterwards for, for a little bit before we went our separate ways. If if I was going to have any one generalization about the lifestyle, it is that the people, as a rule, seem to be very open, 
very accepting, very, I don't know if laid back is the right word, but I, I will say very non-judgmental, very accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all that leads to it's just very easy to make friends, even with, even with a couple that you may not have a sexual connection with. You just, everybody we played with uh, at Naughty New Orleans, the couple that we played with in the club, Afterwards, we just enjoyed sitting and talking and chatting. And for some reason, maybe it is the sexual piece. Maybe it's because you are opening yourself up. There's a vulnerability there. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's that's it, that you, you're opening yourself up to these people in a way that you might not open yourself up to just a vanilla couple that you meet in a bar. You've really kind of put it all out there. No pun intended. <laughs> We've we have probably made friends quicker with people in the lifestyle than we have in any vanilla bar. That generalization, I guess, is a good one. Is overall very accepting group of people, very open group of people. Good people, those swingers. They're good people, those swingers. Ah, you betcha. Ah, you betcha. I guess the other piece of that, maybe it goes with that. We didn't know going into this how hard or easy it would be. It was very, 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 very difficult for us to go to a swinger club. It was just... No, going was fine. No. Walking through the door was the hard part. (laughs) It was... It was hard for us to get up the courage to say, we're really going to go do this. And our throats were in our heart, which is... No, that's the wrong way. Our hearts were in our throat? Yes. Okay. We were really nervous. There was something in my throat that I was about to throw up. (laughs) There was something in there. Uh, It was was difficult. It was very, very hard. And and you don't know what you're going to think about having sex with other people like that in a club, in a public place, you don't know what you're, you don't know what you're, it's going to be like to see your significant other, your husband, your wife, uh, with, uh, another person. Uh, we, we've talked about this before. It may be a hot fantasy to see your wife going down on a guy. But you may see it in real life and say, I really, really don't like this. And the same for her, watching her husband or or boyfriend playing with another woman. Um, And so we didn't know. And I think we were kind of upfront about, we're going to see if we like this. And if we don't, it's okay to walk away. What surprised us is it was easy. I mean, it was just really easy. We met the other couple. We went upstairs. I think we were kind of looking at each other a little bit like, are we really doing this? <laughs> and we went into a room, and we went right into the group room, and there's all these people having sex on these beds all around us, which, again, wow, we've never had that before. And yet, it was hot. But it wasn't weird. It was weird that it wasn't weird. Yeah, kind of was. You know what I mean? It was. It was kind of surreal. It was how like, 
easy and calm it was. Yeah. Once I, we were actually there doing it. It just didn't, it didn't seem out of place. It didn't seem weird. It didn't, we didn't look at each other and giggle and go, oh, look at them. And we just climbed on a bed right next to other people playing. And we started playing and we just got into enjoying that. And it wasn't weird. You had a look. I had a thought, but. You had a thought and it's gone. It's gone. Which takes me to the next thing that was surprising. Distractions. Ah, you knew where I was going. I do know where you were going. It never occurred to us that if you're, and I think this is probably a little bit more um, when you're in more of a group environment as opposed to just two couples. I don't don't think that was a problem. When we were just with two people. When we were just with another couple. But in the group rooms. But when we were in the group rooms, and um, I don't know that it was a, it was an issue when we were just playing with two other couples. We had the no. sex them. But when we were in the group rooms, so you're surrounded by people that are having sex around you. And that's hot. There's no doubt. That's hot. Yeah. You're, you're in the middle of live porn. It's live porn, and it's not professionals. It's live amateur porn. I assume they were all amateurs. Um, and... It is very, it is a turn on, but I think you found it to be like when you were uh, playing in terms of of an orgasm, it was distracting. It was. Your, um, you know, there's that, that saying, the biggest sex organ is your brain. And a little bit that, yeah, that's true. But you had, you had stimulus coming from, uh, you had stimulus coming to your ears and and to your eyes and and it was hard to feel the stimulus coming to the other parts yeah and and don't get us wrong i mean it is very hot i think part of that is it was just new enough to us but you're playing with whoever you're playing with at the time in the group room and then you hear this noise over in the corner and you're thinking what in the world makes that noise yeah that's never happened with us before. Where'd that come from? Where did that come from? What are they doing over there? I, it's like, okay, I know crickets can make a noise by rubbing their legs no, together. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not that noise. But I don't. I mean, what what do you what do you do to make that kind of noise? And you know, we talked about the 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 uh, the, the pornographic Minnie Mouse that was in a bed next to us, and. And, we had to get up and leave and, uh, and I mean, move it was, to it was, another bed. It was funny, but it was really, really hard to to have sex when you're cracking up like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And it was fun. It was it was a blast. I'm glad we experienced it. And, sh- and she was having a good time. And she was having a great time. More power to her. Yeah. But it, it we did not expect in a group room environment that you can be playing and you can be having something that's just a, a fantasy of, of, of somebody else doing something really, really good to you and get distracted by all the things and the sounds and everything else going on around you. The other thing that I think is a bit of surprise is when you see portrayals of swinging in a movie or TV shows or whatever, everybody plays the same way. I mean, they're all full swap, you know, they're, they're all in the middle 
of a huge orgy. And I guess that's another thing is where are all the orgies? Didn't we have an orgy? No, two other couples is not an orgy. I'm talking What's about. What's the definition of an orgy then? Um, a humongous pile of people on a bed together. Or, well, we, a humongous being more than six. More than six. Okay. <laughs> We're okay. going to define an orgy as at any point in our lifestyle experience, an orgy will be four more people than we've played with. So if we play with eight this time, an orgy will be 12. Okay. Okay. So where was I going with this? <laughs> the, but the variety thing. I, I One of the surprises I think that we had is is you go into the swinging lifestyle, and it never occurs to you that there is a very wide range of play styles that you just assume that everybody has sex with everybody, full on what's, what's called in the lifestyle uh, full swap. And what you find is even within each play style, so you, you've got what's called full swap. So that's the couples all have sex with each other, full intercourse the whole nine yards. But you'll find some couples that they... That's really long. What's long? Nine yards. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, <laughs> don't. <laughs> the whole nine yards. You're going to be sorely disappointed tonight. <laughs> um, anyway, um, take another drink. Anyway, uh, and so our expectation going in is there would be one play style. Everybody has full sex with everybody, and that's what swinging is. But what we have found, and if you're in the lifestyle, you know this, there are within full swap, you have couples that they only play in the same room. You have couples that prefer to actually exchange spouses and go to a separate room to play and each of them play in a separate room maybe to avoid the distraction you've got uh for us at this point and again we're still in our first year we prefer the play being able to watch each other and and to be a, a part of it with each other but again um that's just where we are right now uh, you know, one of the things we talked about in one of the clubs, and we said, well, it seemed like nobody's playing with each other. There's just couples in the rooms. And then somebody reminded us, well, you may go into a room where a couple's playing, but that may not, they might not have come with each other. So even within full swap, there's a wide range of, of styles. Within soft swap, we are currently soft swap, although everything has been so easy and relaxed with us. I'm pretty sure we'll go to the next step with the right couple at the right time. Situational? Situational is what you put, check the little box. For us, soft swap is everything except intercourse between cross spouses. But there are people that for, there are couples that they just want to play with each other next to another couple playing with each other. There are couples that play girl-girl only. One of our surprises was there is a very wide variety of play styles. And we're not even getting into, you know, the couples that like to do the BDSM. And it's all there. It's very wide range. And, and we've been very pleased at how people seem very accepting. You may not match their preference if you're 
if you're soft swap, there's another couple that's full swap, and they want to play full swap, they may say, you know, that's we play full swap, great, let's have drinks, and they won't put you down for it, but you may not be a match for them. I mean, even for us, the the girl, girl, the, you're very bi, and so the bi play is, uh, right now, it's a, a pretty big part of our play. It would be it would be lacking for me, for us, I think, if there was no girl girl play. Right, and and when we were not in New Orleans last time, if we met a couple and the other woman was not by, we typically said, "What do we say?" See ya. No, if the other girl wasn't by, what did we say? Bye bye. Oh. <laughs> You didn't pick up on that. I did not. Oh, man. Where's the communication that we talked about? Oh, no, we can't yeah. go to New Orleans now. now. Now, that doesn't mean that if we really clicked with another couple and the other woman wasn't by, that we'd say, no, we're not going to play with you. But um, to date, like when we have talked with couples online, if the other woman wasn't by, our response has been, you know, that's that's a, a big part of our play. Thanks, we're probably not a good fit. So even within soft, you know, we have our preferences. So one of the surprises, again, is very, very wide variety of styles. And everybody's cool with it. You know, nobody... Nobody has any heartburn if you're or, or looks down at you if, if you're a different play style than they are. Is there anything else that we've we've missed in terms of what's been surprising? You're looking at our list to see if there's anything there. I guess that's what we've got to share tonight. Uh, again, uh, probably not as exciting and fun as talking about playtimes in a club or playtimes. Uh, in not in New Orleans, our next podcast, we will hopefully have a lot of that to talk about. We just wanted to bring you along and help you celebrate our first anniversary in the lifestyle. It also coincides with our, I won't tell you which anniversary, but we have been married a long, long time. And that anniversary is right about the same. It was last week. Last week. And we're going to celebrate that. We're going to have a big, long celebration all next week down in New Orleans. With about 1,500 of our closest friends. 1,500 of our closest future friends. So that'll be, uh, I guess, a wrap for tonight. We'll do our standard, uh, please email us at tango at twoormoretotango.com and give us your feedback. Here's a thought. A thought. Tell them our Twitter. Um, is that an address? What's our Twitter? Twitter name. Is it, a, is it a name, an address? It's a name. Okay. Well, at sign in the front. Okay. Tell them that. Yep. Our Twitter name, our Twitter account is at two or more to tango, but that is a... Digit two. Number two and not the word two because we chose poorly when we chose a podcast name and two or more to tango, T-W-O, is too long for a, a Twitter name. So at two or more to tango with a two. Join us on Twitter. We have a lot of fun there, and you'll also meet a lot of the other podcasters that we like to chat with. Maybe uh, you'll tweet there. some next week while we're in New Orleans. We will tweet a lot while we're down in New Orleans. And uh, come to our website, which is www two or more to tango t w o or more to tango dot com, and we will have 
pictures from our adventures, and we'll have all of our latest podcasts. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, on a uh, on Switcher, on a wide variety of uh, outlets, and we've got uh, connections for that again on our website. And and do email us. Send us a note at Tango at Two or More to Tango. We like mail. We like mail. And any questions that you've got, once again, would really appreciate your input on interview questions for us to ask while we're down in New Orleans. And if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about. Well, we are packed. We're ready to get in the car and go in the morning. And we didn't kill each other packing again. So I think we're in pretty good shape. It's been a good day. It has been a good day. Now, what are we going to go do? We are going to spend the rest of the evening being totally silly, and we're going to watch... Sharknado. Sharknado. (laughs) Number one. But we're going to have to drink a lot more before we watch Sharknado. But by gosh, we're going to watch it, and we're going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's all from us. Thank you so much for listening to uh, episode number five, and uh, our next episode will be our uh, time down in naughty New Orleans. Anything else, Mrs. Tango? Did we pack the beads? We did not pack the beads. We're gonna Oh, we'll beads. bring home beads. We will earn beads. We'll get them the old fashioned way. What's this wee stuff? <laughs> You'll get them the old fashioned way. <laughs> You'll flash your pierced nipples and will earn them (laughs) we're gonna have to go because she is just not picking up on my cues tonight (laughs) that's a wrap for us and uh we'll see all of y'all next time good night bye got my back to the wind Got my steps on in my hand I hear them big jet engines roar Headed for the glory land Been on the road for two long years I done cried a river of tears But now I'm smiling from ear to ear Oh, no, how I miss you, dear Going back to the morning Been two years on a road I got the big chance to think at the Mardi Gras Got my little thing and my little nails I play my act on Goyburn Street At the night I'll be a tips That's the home of my place 